Hello there, and thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Anger, anger management, the anger in your life. Let's take a look at that together as we think through a very important aspect of interpersonal relationships, marriages, work relationships, social relationships of all kinds. They're often broken on the basis of anger, unresolved anger, untreated anger. You know, anger is a um, strong emotion. Besides sex, anger is the strongest emotion we have that motivates our behavior, pushes us and directs us to engage in certain activity. Some of that activity is quite, uh, par- is quite powerful and quite strong and quite directive. Other kinds of activity is, I'll call it appropriate and necessary and uh, allows us to perform at a reasonable and acceptable level. So emotion is not necessarily good or bad, it's both. Motivates behavior. It's our goals, it's our values, it's our morals, it's our habits, it's our desires that direct that behavior to become a behavior pattern that encourages or discourages, strengthens others or weakens others, strengthens ourselves or weakens ourselves, achieves goals or fails to achieve achieve goals, and so on. So you see, the motivation of uh, anger is quite powerful. And um, you need to get a hold of it. You need to understand its role in your life. You need to understand how it functions in your particular life. It's not the anger of other people, it's your anger. Particularly is important for you to deal with. Of course you have to deal with the anger of other people. They're all very strong and very powerful. But um, your anger is the one that you're responsible for. And you have to deal with its consequences. You have to celebrate the successes that have come about motivated by the emotion of anger, as any other emotion. But you know, anger also is the one that's very destructive and very hurtful. In my marital counseling, it's a very frequent basis for people to come together and think through and understand the relationship and why it's not working so well. You know, people have to be very strong and uh, very uh, encouraged as to how to uh, direct their anger so that it can be helpful, that it can be restoring, and it can be enriching to each other. But often it's not. So how do you manage it? How do you manage your anger? Well, let me give you a couple points, okay? And um, obviously, if you have anger and it's very pronounced and it permeates your life and affects all areas of your life, you better get into a counseling program. You better see a counselor, you better see a psychologist that deals with anger. Now, most psychologists do. But there are some psychologists that have classes for anger, and they call them anger management classes. Usually it's about 10 sessions, and you meet with a group of people with similar situations and discuss ways in which you can confront your own anger and bring it under control and resolve it so that it is something of the past. So seek help. If you have a strong and prevailing anger, prevails in all situations over an extended period of time, and is destructive, it calls for professional assistance. In that process, you'll learn what anger is. You'll recognize when you're becoming angry. You'll identify the triggers of anger. And you'll learn how to respond to the emotion of anger in a controlled and healthy way. That's what you'll learn in anger management. So what's wrong with that? Okay? So follow that process. If you have chronic, 
strong, uncontrolled, debilitating anger. But here's some situations that we just deal with on a day-to-day basis. We just get flare up in our emotions and emotions of anger and um, might say something or might do something that would be uh, destructive or certainly not to our benefit and to the benefit of other people. Here's the first one. Take a time out. When you flash in anger, take a time out. Breathe deeply. Count to ten as the old story goes, okay? Stopping and slowing down can help diffuse your anger. If possible, take a break from the situation you're in that kind of flared up the anger, triggered the anger, until your anger subsides. You know, take a little breather. Even go for a walk. Go into another room. Go by yourself. Sit in a dark room. Listen to some soothing music. But just take some time out so that anger doesn't keep on flashing and you don't act on an angry way towards somebody that you would regret later on doing. So timeout is a good place to start. As soon as you notice that emotion of anger uh, rising up within you and uh, you recognize the potential destructiveness of it. Okay, that's number one. Number two is, you know, once you feel calm, once you've kind of calmed down, go ahead and express your anger. You know, the worst thing you can do is not express your anger, even when you're calmed down. Just keep it yourself. There are people who say, well, I've calmed down now. I don't have to talk about it. Well, that's not true. Calm down is when you should talk about it. It's when you can talk about it. It's when you're able to talk about it. It's when you're talking about it when you've calmed down will make it constructive. So once you are thinking clearly, express your anger in an assertive but a non-confrontational way. That's the critical issue. Be assertive, that is, speak out, but don't be confrontational. State your concerns. You nearly, uh, you know, you just need to allow others to uh, respond in time. You state your position and let the other person state their position so that you don't talk over each other. You don't overpower each other. You don't want to hurt somebody else just because you're angry. That's the important thing. You don't want to impose yourself upon somebody else just because you're angry. That's an important thing, okay? So once you've calmed down, then you can express it. But you can express it calmly, but you can do it assertively. But don't blast the other person. Confront the other person in a hurtful, harmful It's not a matter of now causing somebody else to be angry. It's not a matter of causing somebody else to be hurt. Just a matter of clarifying an issue, clearing up, a misunderstanding, clearing up a statement, clearing up a action that was taking place and that that hurt you and made you angry. Okay, here's number three, okay? Use what we call I statement. You don't say, you made me mad by doing whatever you made. Don't say that. You can say something to the effect of, I was feeling somewhat angry. I was feeling somewhat hurt. I was feeling somewhat discouraged. I was feeling somewhat upset when you did thus and so, okay? That's what we call an I statement. Just describe the problem, but be direct and be respectful. And anytime you can say, uh, I was upset, I was bothered, you're just claiming it, and all you're doing is trying to describe a situation that somebody did something, but how it affected you. But you do not do it in an accusatory way. When you, use, when you use you statements, you're doing it in an accusatory way. When you say, you upset me, you made me mad, you hurt me, you, 
When you say that, then the person becomes very defensive and backs off. They won't be helpful. Rather, use what we call the I statements, okay? But here's another way of helping yourself at points of anger. Make sure you have learned how to relax. Learn your skills of relaxation and use them. And when you feel angry, relax. Deep breathing would be a good thing. Close your eyes and just take a deep breath. Relax the muscles of your chest. Relax the muscles of your shoulders. Relax the muscles of your upper arms, your upper back. Relax the muscles of your face, your jaw. Just take about three minutes and just relax those muscles and let them go. Remember, muscles are like rubber bands. And when you let them go, they'll return to their natural position, which is a state of relaxation. So just kind of let your muscles go and let them just be calm. And you'll calm down, and then you can engage in that conversation that you need to engage in. Then you can state that, that statement that you need to make, or you need that clarification that needs to be achieved. Besides relaxing your muscles, you could listen to music, but you must listen to music that relaxes you, calms you, not just any old music, but music that you find relaxing. That's always a good thing. But you've got to go back to the music that you find relaxing. Often that's childhood music, or music you've listened to over the years, as compared to new music of, of the day today. Okay? You can also write in your journal. You know, write in your journal the anger event. The situations. Describe what it was. Describe how you felt. Describe what you did about it. Describe what you'd like to do about it. Just kind of write it out in your journal. And by the way, I just wrote a book. It's called My Journal. It's a journal for people who journal. You go to the way my website and pick it up there. www.booksbyhedberg.com or you can get it from Amazon. And uh, a great little journal. If you journal, there's a good one for you. Okay? But here's another point about anger. Think before you speak. Take a few moments just to collect your thoughts. Anytime you're going to speak to somebody when you're a little upset and angry, just go off by yourself somewhere. Sit alone for maybe two to three minutes. Think through what you're going to say. Think through what you want to say. But think through how you should say it. And then plan it and then go ahead and deal with it. Go ahead and talk. And allow others to do the same if there are two or three people involved in the same situation. Everybody go off on your own. Just give some thought to it. And then come back and deal with it, okay? And obviously, under chronic anxiety or chronic anger, you can always spend some time in relaxation. And you can always spend some time in exercise. Exercise is good when you're angry. It helps you dissipate emotions. It helps you replace some of the strong emotions that are negative with emotions that are positive. The endorphins that get released when you've done about 15 to 20 minutes of exercise. So calm yourself down. Spend, your, spend a little bit of time doing your favorite exercise, whether it be walking or biking or swimming or, you know, whatever it is. And then go out and deal with it. Go out and deal with the anger situation after you've had a little exercise. But lastly, don't hold a grudge. You know, forgiveness is a powerful tool. Forgiveness is healing. Forgiveness is restoring. Forgiveness is maintaining relationships, not breaking them apart, not sending people in different directions. If you allow your anger and negative feelings to overcrowd positive feelings, you may feel swallowed up by your own feelings of injustice. And then you'll live with bitterness and 
defeat and discouragement and grudge all, the, all your life. So, forgive others. Learn how to forgive. We won't forget it. You may never forget the situation, but you can still forgive. You can still overlook. You can still get beyond. You can still live beyond that particular situation. And if it reoccurs, you have to deal with it again. Maybe a little more strongly, but you have to deal with it. Don't let the situation remerge, and then don't deal with it. If you deal with an anger situation and it reoccurs, deal with it again right away. And remind the person that we've just talked about this. We've just dealt with it. And we can't keep doing this. We have to allow the anger to be dissipated and to go away and to be resolved so we don't live with grudge. Don't live with grudges, okay? And now, like I started in the beginning, if you can't get through it this way, get help, okay? Seek help from somebody that can bring about a better relationship but a, a better skill in building relationships rather than destroying relationships, okay? So, as I said, go to my website, www.booksbyhedberg.com. You find a good book in there, Parent Teach Me to, or Doctor Teach Me to Parent, which will help you as a parent help your kids deal with anger and untie the knot of anger, okay? That'd be a good book, you know, for you. And um, I recommend it. So, and then if you journal, remember my journal, it's called My Journal, A Place to Park My Story. You get that from Amazon or you get that from my website. And uh, it's not expensive, but it's a good one because it teaches you how to journal. So if you journal, it's a place to journal. If you, if you never journal, it's a way to learn how to journal. And it gives you about 14 topics on which you can journal. So it might be an interesting little exercise. So pick up the book and get going on your journaling and deal with anger that way. It helps. Bye for now.